listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. It's going to be a great day. Take a minute to share the broadcast. I just got back from, uh, as you know, three days in Marco Island on the west coast of Florida. I was with uh, doctors Andre and Jenny Raybert uh, with Faith Broadcasting Network. That goes into the entire continent of Africa. Uh, It goes into the UK and the United States of America on cable networks, on television, covers 80 plus million homes uh, in just those three areas. And then, uh, of course, through streaming, uh, anybody around the world that wants to log on. So uh, a real blessing to be with them. We're going to be going on with them starting in the new year. Uh, That's one of the television networks that we're jumping on with Miracle Word uh, TV that starts in the new year. And uh, very excited about that. Uh, Doors keep opening. So not just faith broadcasting, but we're going to be covering, as you know, all of the islands in the Caribbean. And then another door just opened up uh, for two more networks that are going to carry Miracle Word Television. Uh, One is in the Philippines and one is in Pakistan. That's going to add a ton more nations to the list. And so literally in just a matter of months, God opened the door uh, for us to be on television around the world every single week. And uh, it's very exciting. Good morning, Jessica and Joseph Arnold. Love you guys. Glad you're on. And so it's exciting, man. God's, God's doing it. And I, I began to feel this um, at the, I'd say, maybe the middle part of this year into the fall that the Lord started speaking to me. And as you know, we've said it multiple times. I, I ministered a little bit about it uh, over in Marco Island, but I felt very strongly in my spirit that, uh, and I, I kept hearing the Lord say it, that in 2021, uh, we're going to run like we never have before. We're going to run in 2021. And uh, supernaturally, the strength of God is coming upon us uh, to do what we're called to do. And, you know, the more you hear the word of the Lord, the more you see God move, for example, in this year, 2020, uh, we started declaring back at the big end of last year that it was going to be a year of violent increase and expedited favor. And that's exactly uh, what we've seen all year long. This has been a year of nonstop increase, not only for this ministry, but for many of you that have written in, uh, I've got your testimonies. It's a, it's supernatural. There's literally no way to explain it other than God moved. And so we uh, stepped into that by believing the word that went forth, you know, and and let me tell you, there were plenty of opportunities, as you know, in 2020 to stop believing the word of the Lord. I mean, if you look at this year of 2020, there's a lot of people like wishing it would be over. Uh, But there were plenty of opportunities to stop believing the word of the Lord or to shift our focus onto something else. But uh, those that stayed faithful, we saw the increase of God in the midst of problems, pandemic, lockdown, issues, you know, uh, what some would call a little bit of a recession, whatever you want to say or whatever you want to call it. We saw God move in the midst of all of that. 
And uh, so what I'm encouraging you is this, and today we're going to talk about it, that when a prophetic word comes to your life, you don't throw life into cruise control and say, well, God said it and that's just going to come to pass. You pursue the word that God has given you. And those of you that are on with me today, I want you to put that in the comment section just to start the day. Uh, pursue the word God's given you. I want you to put that in. Pursue the word God has given you. It's very, very important. Um, Nathan is asking, do you have parallel Bibles that you read from? It's a good question. I have, um, I have a, a number of Bibles that I'll reference. I mainly use the English Standard Version, um, but also... Uh, I'll, I'll look at or reference the New Living Translation. I like the New American Standard Bible a lot. Of course, sometimes we'll look at the Amplified um, and all that. But I want, you to, I want you to put that in the comments today. Pursue the word God's given you. There's my cousin, the beautiful and wonderful Brooke Mullins. Love you. Um, but you've got to pursue it. You know, here's the, here's the danger about when a word from the Lord goes forward or goes forth. You can hear it and still not receive it. That's the danger. You can hear it and still not receive it. Remember this, just because somebody disbelieves the word of the Lord, you know, just because somebody disbelieves what God said, it doesn't mean it's going to cancel God's plans or what he's doing. If God said he's going to do something, he's going to do it. And so your individual unbelief or doubt doesn't cancel the plans of God, but it can ensure that you don't get to partake in what God's doing on the earth or in the earth. And that's the danger. You never want to find yourself in a place where God's moving, but you're not a part of it because uh, you didn't believe his word. And that's something I want to show you that because that is, that is something that happens often. And of course, we want to we wanna deal with it because obviously I don't want to see that happen to you. I want to see you in the middle of the blessing of God uh, as he's moving on the earth. As we know, God desires to continually increase us every day. And so uh, I'm in 2 Kings chapter 7. And this is where I'm at today to start because I want to show you the negative before I show you the positive. The negative is this. In 2 Kings chapter 7, the, the nation has been in the midst of a, a famine. No food, nothing's available. But the prophet Elisha stands up and gives a prophetic word. Listen to it. Uh, starting in verse 1. 2 Kings 7, 1. But Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow, about this time, a saya of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two sayas of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. Now listen to this response, because this is the dangerous response that people give in their flesh that cuts them off from receiving what God has. Listen to it. Then the captain on whose hand the king leaned said to the man of God, if the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? But he said, you will see it, here's the danger, with your own eyes, but you'll not eat of it. That's the place you do not want to be. <laughs> That's the spot you don't want to end up, is to know God's moving, 
His power's flowing, but I don't get to partake or, or participate in what he's doing. What causes it? Doubt and unbelief. There's my friend Niall watching all the way over from South Africa. Love you, buddy. And so God will move and there's people that can't uh, partake. That's why if you hear me uh, say this often on the broadcast, you'll know what I'm talking about. When I say that for the faithful, you've heard me use that phrase over and over and over. And you're like, what does that mean? Why does it keep saying for the faithful? For the faithful, not everybody is going to receive the blessings of God. Not even everybody in the body of Christ is going to see God move in that manner in their life. That's why I can't just blanket prophesy over every person watching and listening. It doesn't work that way. That's why I say over and over and over for the faithful, because God's looking for people who will pursue him and believe his word. And when you pursue him and believe his word, it causes that thing to break loose in your own personal life. And I want to show you that here. He spoke to uh, the captain of the guard and said, you'll see it happen, but you won't eat any of it. Not, not any of it. And so what took place? Well, you can read the story about uh, those that were outside the city gates and they found the Syrians uh, fled from them and left everything behind and they brought the food back in and told everybody in the, in the city about it. But now look, the Bible says uh, in verse 17, same chapter, 2 Kings 7, 17, now the king had appointed the captain on whose hand he leaned to have charge of the gate, big mistake, and the people trampled him in the gate so that he died. As the man of God had said, when the king came down to him, for when the man of God had said to the king, two sayas of barley will be sold for a shekel, a say of fine uh, bar, uh, flour for a shekel, about this time tomorrow in the gate of Samaria, the captain had answered the man of God, if the Lord should open up the windows of heaven, could such a thing be? And he said, you'll see it, but you'll not eat of it. Look at verse 20. And so it happened to him. For the people trampled him at the gate and he died. And so that captain of the guard, though he spoke out in doubt and unbelief, although he uh, said this, you know, negated whatever the prophet was saying, it didn't stop God from moving. It just stopped God from moving for him. Oh, hallelujah. This is, this is huge. And I want you to catch it today because I don't want you to miss what God has planned for you for 2021. And I want you to put it in the comments. It won't stop God from moving. It'll just stop God from moving for me. That's right, Teresa. That's exactly right. It doesn't stop God from moving. It just stops God from moving for me. And I don't want that to happen. And so what do we do? What can we as believers do to ensure that we're going to see the power of God move in our lives. How do we respond when a prophetic word comes? Because you remember, we've been declaring this and I'm standing on it. You know, whether anybody else stands with me or not, and I know you do, but whether anybody else stands with me or not, I'm declaring it, that this is going to be an upcoming year where we're gonna run in the power and momentum of the Holy Ghost. Just to refresh your spirit, 
and to refresh your memory, let me read the word again that uh, I've been declaring over this upcoming year. I feel it in my spirit. And you, you know where it's at. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That's going to be your story in 2021 in Jesus name. They will mount up with wings like eagles soaring above everything else. That's my, that is my goal. That is my story. That's my plan. That's the word I received from the Lord. I'm going to rise in such a way that we soar above and beyond anything else. There's no enemy that can soar that high. There's no wicked thing that can soar that high. Yes, Deborah, we're going to pray for you at the end of this broadcast. Stay with us and, uh, and give me that, and that, that prayer request. We're going to pray uh, at the end for healing, deliverance, and miracles. So stick with me. But we're going to rise up with wings like eagles. You hear that? You're going higher than you've ever been before. It's going to be a supernaturally productive year. Higher than we've ever been before. Set your faith right now. Don't wait till the new year hits. Don't wait till the first quarter's over. Jump in now. Believe this word and prepare yourself to see it take place. We're rising to places we've never been before. More productive, more impactful, more blessing, more fruit than we've ever seen before. Hallelujah. Than we've ever seen before. And that's going to be because of the word of the Lord. We'll mount up with wings like eagles. And then what does the Bible say? It says, you will run and not grow weary. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not only will we do more, produce more, but also on top of that, we'll not burn out as we do it. We will not burn out as we do it. And then finally, we'll walk and not faint. We're going to mount up with wings. We're going to run. We're going to walk. Why? Because we're waiting or we're bound together with the Lord. And so I wanted to uh, take a minute to say, how do you, how does somebody uh, respond when they hear a prophetic word from the Lord over their life? Because again, it's not just going to automatically fall upon you. You've got to respond. You know, you, the Lord can say something and people, as I just showed you, completely say, I don't believe that. I don't receive it. I don't believe it. Well, it didn't mean he didn't speak. It's just that you can't jump in. And I don't want to see anybody in that position. So how do we, how do we respond when God begins to speak? How do I respond when God's be, God begins to speak? I'm looking at this from the story, uh, which has been the basis of what the Lord's showing me for 2021. We'll pray, Robert, for Terry and his brother, Steve. Stick with me to the end. We're going to pray the prayer of faith. Looking at the prophet Elijah, how do we respond when we hear God speak? And he's always speaking. He's never silent. He's always speaking. So what do we do? Well, look at the word of God. The Bible says that they're in the midst of a problem, just like second Kings seven, except instead of a famine, it's a drought. 
Instead of a famine, it's a drought. And so they're in the midst of this drought. The prophets of Baal have challenged God and they've challenged his man, Elijah. And Elijah calls for a contest on top of Mount Carmel. And of course, you know, he calls down fire from heaven and then slaughters all of the prophets of Baal, destroys every one of his enemies. But they're still in the midst of this drought. No rain has come. But I want you to see something because it's literally the very first thing that Elijah does that sparks this thing, this whole, gets this whole thing started. And that is this. And I've touched on it before, but I want you to catch it today. Elijah sacrificed. Elijah sacrificed. He put that animal on the altar. And the danger we have many times is looking at that and thinking that was his seed or that was his sacrifice. When in reality, it wasn't. There were animals everywhere. But what you see here is that he called for, and I want you to see it. He called for uh, someone to bring him water. In the midst of a drought, he calls for water. Not to drink, but to pour out. Think about that. The element that's the most scarce in all of the kingdom, because there's been no rain, is water. He calls for that element and begins to use it, not to drink, but to pour out unto God. Look at this. Not only did he pour it on his sacrifice, he dug a trench about the altar, around the altar that would contain all that water. And he said, fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and the wood. And he said, do it a second time and then do it a third time. Twelve jars of water. Oh, hallelujah. I could get into that. I don't, I don't even know if I have time today to talk about the significance of that fact that he poured it out 12 times. Thank you, Jesus. He poured it out 12 times. Do you see this? The same number of times Christ poured himself out into his disciples, 12 disciples and poured the living water out 12 times to bring the miracles and power of God into the earth. Do you see that? The same number of times Christ poured himself out into his men that Elijah took and poured the water out onto the sacrifice. That speaks of apostolic power. Even before there were apostles, the power of God is being released. The power of God is being released. And so, Pours it out, 12 jars of water over it. That shows you right there. Another way, by the way, if you ever wonder how you can determine these things, how do you determine what the seed was, what the harvest was? Look at the harvest to determine the seed. The Bible teaches that a seed always reproduces after its own kind. That's how God created them in the beginning of time, Genesis. He created seed-bearing plants and the seeds always reproduced after their own kind. Works that way with plants, works that way with animals, works that way with human beings. There's no human beings having puppies. There are no dogs having kittens. There are no apple trees bearing oranges. It doesn't work that way. A seed reproduces 
after its own kind. Hallelujah. Rose said, and this is the 12th month of the year. It's my miracle month. I receive my miracle in Jesus name. Receive it, receive it. And so a seed reproduces after its own kind. Uh, the Bible says whatsoever a man sows that shall he also reap, not something else that you see that. I want to say that again, because many people miss this because you think this is where error sets in. This is where error sets in. People start sowing seeds. I'm sowing a financial offering, believing for my son's salvation. It doesn't work that way. A financial seed does not reproduce a salvation in your son. Uh, I I wanted to sow this seed in the offering because I'm believing for a healing from cancer. It doesn't work that way. A financial seed does not unlock physical healing. That doesn't work that way. But see, what happens is, is that people start uh, talking like that or teaching like that or preaching like that because of manipulation and people believe it. Yeah, that's right. I want to sow. I saw a guy, you've heard me say it multiple times that I saw that guy on television doing it. Sow a $66 seed and receive a six month healing anointing. It doesn't work that way. A seed reproduces after its own kind. And so that what, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. That thing that he sowed. It's like when we were kids and they told us, if you want friends, be friendly. That's because friendship is a harvest that is gotten by sowing friendliness. Everything produces after its own kind. It's interesting, isn't it? The Bible says that uh, a gentle answer turns away wrath. It brings peace into a relationship. Why? Because you sowed peace with a gentle answer. They might've come at you with harsh, you know, hardcore, whatever. And you responded or replied with a gentle answer. What were you doing? Sowing peace. And what does the Bible say it would do? Turn away wrath. See, a seed reproduces after its own kind. Always. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Look at Elijah's harvest. What did he get for his sacrifice? The Bible says after they slaughtered the prophets of Baal, he said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Hallelujah. I hear the sound, not of an abundance of animals coming. I don't hear the herds rushing towards us. No, shows you that the animal was not his sacrifice. The water was, the water was. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Glory to God. That was his harvest. The drought had been going, but now it's coming to an end because he had sown the most important element he could water in the time of a drought. And now I hear the sound. Well, there it was. The sacrifice provoked the word from the Lord. What he heard from the Lord. So catch this now. Number one, and I want you to put it in the comments. Number one, a sacrifice. Put that in the comment section right now. How do we respond? How do we respond? Number one, a sacrifice. A sacrifice. I know, I know what I'm expecting. 
for 2021 because the Lord's spoken to me. And so I've been sharing it with you, but I know what I'm expecting for 2021. I've said it many times. I'm going to keep saying it and we'll say it throughout the year. It's going to be in the magazine you get in just a few weeks, but I'm not just going to sit back and say, well, let's see what God will do. We're preparing ourselves for what God has in 2021. And one of the ways that we'll prepare ourselves, Carolyn and me, is that we will sow a seed and actually multiple seeds, even in the, I'm speaking in this last month of the year, we will sow seeds that are very, very significant before this year comes to an end. Very significant seeds. Probably, not probably, they will be the largest seeds we've sown ever. Not just this year, ever. Why? Because we continue to increase in our dedication. If we want to see God do more for us, we do more for him. We dedicate ourselves in sacrifice. And so what are we going to plan to do? Well, one of the things that we always do is on the New Year's Eve service at our church, we sow uh, a seed for this upcoming year in preparation for what God's planned. And we do that. We set ourselves aside and we continually increase it. We always increase. We get greater and greater by our dedication because we want to see greater and greater increase in harvest. And so I've told you before, you know, when we sowed and then God changed it because it, it didn't take the same faith. We, we stay in that vein. I mean, literally we stay in that vein to the place where we go from, uh, magazines are free, Nathan. The magazines are free. If you'd like to receive one, just go to miracleword.com, click on the magazine and sign up on the form. You'll get it for free. But one of the things that we make up in our mind is that we're going to take, you know, I'm not going to make December about me. Think about that. I'm not going to make December about me. Christmas is here. I'll get presents. I'll buy presents for others. I'll give my children presents. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus, but I'm not going to make December about me, my gifts, what I get for others, and then ignore the master whom we're celebrating anyway. I'm going to make sure he is number one. I'll make sure he's number one every month of the year. If I'll put him first, he'll put me first. And so what am I going to do? I'm not going to come to December at the end of the year and put God last. I'm putting him first. And so one of the ways that we do that to spark that prophetic word and to prepare ourselves for what God has coming in this new year is we sacrifice. We've done it for years. We've prepared ourselves for years in this way. I'm not going to wait till I hit 2021 and start sowing seeds in January, sowing seeds in February. I'm going to do it ahead of time and put my family in position. Hallelujah for what God has for us in 2021. It's exactly what I'm going to do. And so that's what we have plans to do coming up in just really a few days now before we hit this new year. I'm not going to waste these final days of the year. I'm going to make them the most productive and the most dedicated uh, days 
before we jump, jump in and cross over into 2021, which I believe is going to be the greatest by far year that this ministry's ever seen, that my family's ever seen. God's going to put his hand of blessing upon us in ways that we've never known before in the past. And we're going to see it quickly, quickly come to pass. You know, I'm just telling you right now, you got to give God something to work with. I've realized that. Give God something to work with. <laughs> put, put that in the comments section. Give God something to work with. I've learned this. And so I don't, I don't just sit back. Yes. You know, I, I think this would be a good, um, a good example here. When I was in Bible school uh, and I was, I was learning, they were teaching us in a class um, how to preach. You know, it was like a, a preaching class, homiletics. And um, they told us something. They gave us a phrase that uh, I never forgot. And I thought, man, that makes so much sense. And it's an awesome, awesome way to look at things. And so I just started applying it to, you know, everything I could. But here's what they said. And this was in regards to preaching or in the context of preaching. They said, uh, <laughs> because here's, just to give you some, some background, here's the two uh, ends of the spectrum when it comes to preachers. You've got the preachers that all they do is prepare, 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 notes, 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 notes. Everything's written out. Everything's manuscripted. Everything's, you know, put into lists and bullet points and the quotes are written down and they've got nine pages of notes and they, that's how they minister. Then you got the other side of the spectrum of the guys that they don't do any preparation. There's nothing. They just, well, I just, I'm led by the spirit, brother. I just go out there and I'm led by the Holy ghost. Whatever God wants to say, he'll tell me in the moment and there's no preparation and it's all, you know, flow. And here's what they said to us uh, in the class, which I'll never forget. They said, prepare like there's no Holy Ghost and preach like there's nothing but Holy Ghost. I'm going to say that again because this really, it shifted my thinking. Prepare like there's no Holy Ghost and preach like there's nothing but Holy Ghost. And so what were they trying to teach us? That you should be faithful on both of those ends of the spectrum. You go in there and you study and you make notes and you write down and you bullet point and you outline and you do all of that like the Holy Ghost isn't going to help you at all throughout your ministry. But then when you step in, don't be so tied to these notes and these preparations and all the things you've put together that you miss the leading of the Holy Spirit and you don't step out in faith and flow with the Holy Spirit and flow with God. And I started uh, making that uh, a natural thought process in other areas. That's how I'm thinking about 2021 and every new year. There's my friend, Pastor Jordan Work. I love you, buddy. That's how I'm preparing myself for 21. What am I doing? Am I just gonna sit back and say, well, he's gonna bless me. 2021, he's going to, no, I'm not just praying and sowing and fasting and preparing and, and listening. I'm also taking steps of faith because what am I doing? I want to give God something to work with. I want to give God something to work with. It makes me 
uh, remember that story of when the prophet was sent to the woman whose sons were getting ready to be taken into slavery, 2 Kings 4. And uh, she said, they're coming. The creditors are coming to take my sons away because she was in debt. And I love the response of the prophet. He said, tell me, what do you have in your house? Put that in the comments. What do I have in my house? That's what he asked her. That was the question from the man of God to the woman who said they're coming to take my sons. It's not just, well, we're just going to believe God's going to take care of me. No. What do you have in your house? That's the question. What do you have in your, and she said, well, I've got this uh, flask of oil. And then what did he do? He told her to step out with the oil, go get the vessels, have your sons go house to house, borrow vessels, not a few, not a few, a lot, as many as you can get. And then he had her step out and begin to do something with what she already had. Hallelujah. And I've got, I've got to be that way. You've got to be that way. We're going to 2021. I'm getting hyped, man. I'm like ready for this. We're going to 2021 and it's not going to be sit back and say, what will God do? We're just going to have to see what, give him something to work with. So, you know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm going to make plans. I'm going to hear the voice of the Holy spirit and I'm going to step out and do some things. Do you know I'm preparing myself? I spoke with my wife about it yesterday. We're preparing ourselves to do things, to step out that we've never done in our lives in 2021. What are we doing? Giving God something to work with. Giving God something to work with. So I want God to do what he's never done. Do something you've never done and watch as God blesses you. It's a sacrifice. I'm setting myself in position to be blessed by God. Do something I've never done to receive something I've never received. We can't, listen, we can't keep, um, <laughs> that's a good thought. Nathan said, you can't sow for a five-tier cake if you can't believe God for a donut. That's true. You can't believe for a five-tier cake. That's exactly right. And so it's, it's what takes you higher. You're preparing yourself by sacrifice and saying, God, I'm going to see it take place. I'm giving you something to work with. You know, it's like saying, um, here's the most basic example I could give you. It's like saying, God, I'm just believing that in 2021, you're going to give me the best job. And then you never go put any job applications in. Well, I just believe he's going to give me a job, but you never, you never pursue a job. You're never out there. You're not talking to anybody. You're not going out and getting your name out there. No resume. No, they can't find you. You know, there's no applications to be put in. Give God something to work with. That's the key. Give God something to work with. When you hear a prophetic word, sacrifice. You say, I believe it. I receive it. I'm going to sow like it's already true. Sacrifice. That's number one. The second thing Elijah did after he heard the word of the Lord is he didn't throw it into cruise control. He went to the top of Mount Carmel and the Bible says he put his head between his knees and he began to pray. The second thing you do when you uh, 
hear a prophetic word. You don't just sacrifice, you seek God. You seek God. You know the direction the Lord's taken you. You know what the plan is. You've heard the word and we've heard the word. But then here's the question, number two. Are we seeking him? The reason that we seek him in prayer, so we sacrifice, then we seek. Why are we seeking? Because although we know where he wants to take us, here's the question. Is there anything, Lord, in my life that needs to change before you can take me into that place that you've promised, that you've spoken, that we receive? Is there any hindrance? Is there anything? I'm seeking you because I want to hear. What do I need to do to be in position? What do I need to do to be in position for what you have planned for 21? And that's what I want you to understand today is that we've got to continually, not just sacrifice, seek him. He may speak a word to you that would put you in perfect position to receive his blessings in this new year. He's trying to give you direction, if you will. He's trying to give you turn by turn navigation to get you into the place where he's planned for you to be in this new year. I'm seeking him. I want to know where can I trim the fat? Where can I prepare myself? Where can I make changes that will put me in a position to receive what he has planned for this new year. You know, maybe it's been a while and that's why, you know, fasting is such an important thing. Fasting and praying because it really does weaken your flesh, humble you and put you in position to hear. That's why we're working to finish this book on fasting as quickly as possible to have it prepared for you for the new year and the fasting and prayer we're going to do. But as you're seeking God before we even cross over, is he speaking anything to you? Like, are your ears open? Are you hearing what he's saying? Is he speaking to you in a way where you're listening for an instruction to make those changes necessary to receive what he has planned for 2021? I'm not just sacrificing. I'm seeking him. I'm seeking him until I find what he wants. You know what he said? Spoke to Jeremiah. He said, ask me and I will show you. I like how one translation says it secrets about the future. But let me read it to you from uh, the ESV. He said, call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. That's a powerful thought. Call to me. Thank you, Jesus. And I'll answer you and tell you great and hidden things that you've not known. There are hidden things in the future. Here's what people fail to realize. There are hidden things in the future that God knows you don't know. But I wanna know because it'll put me in position to receive what he has planned. So the only way to get a hold of it is to seek him. I've got to seek him, got to. And so we're sacrificing. And then we're doing what Elijah did. We're seeking him. He put his face between his knees. Now watch. As he's doing that, he starts to speak to his servant. Go out, look toward the sea, 
and tell me what you see. That was Jeremiah 33, 3. Uh, For those of you that are wondering, I saw some people asking in the comments, what was the reference on the Jeremiah? Jeremiah 33, 3. And so he tells his servant, go out and look toward the sea. Tell me what you see. And when his servant comes back, he says, I don't see anything. I see nothing. You'll have these encounters throughout your life as you're believing God for that kind of increase. You'll have those kinds of encounters. And so you have to be like Elijah was. Notice what he did. You sacrifice, you seek, and you stay in faith. You stay in faith. He did not allow the fact that the servant didn't see anything to stop him from continuing to believe God on the word that he heard. He sacrificed, he sought God, and then what? He stayed in faith. That's number three. You hear the word, and here's where many, many people fail to continue in their miracle path, is that they allow themselves to drift off of the prophetic word. They drift off of the prophetic word. They drift off of their instruction. They drift off of their expectation. Do you know who that happened to? The apostle Peter. Happened to him. You know what happened? The Lord told him, come out onto the water. Peter, looking, he even knew there was a storm, stepped out anyway, out onto the water and began to go after his word. And notice what happened. In the midst of seeking, his focus shifted. And he began to look at the wind and the waves and the results of the storm. And he drifted off of his word. And when he did, he went from doing the impossible to sinking to his death in one moment. So what did he have to do? He had to learn, just like all of us have to learn, to stay in faith. You will receive, now trust me when I tell you this, you will receive opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to drift off of your word. (laughs) You talk about a year where people had opportunities to jump off their word, 2020. You talk about a year where people had plenty of opportunities to drift off the prophetic word and miss out on their blessing, 2020 with everything that was going on that we didn't even know was going on. Our bishop prophesied it in New Year's Eve last year, and we didn't even, until later, didn't even fully realize the prophetic word. He stood to prophesy and give us our word for 2020, and he said on December 31st of 2019, he said, and when March comes and all hell breaks loose, Keep on believing. You didn't do anything wrong. Keep on receiving. Spoke that word to us on New Year's Eve, not knowing anything was coming. And March hit and COVID hit. The lockdowns hit. People had an opportunity to miss their word, had an opportunity to miss out on the promises. But those of us that stayed faithful, we focused, we stayed in faith. And God blessed us abundantly, abundantly. Best year we've ever had, best year many of you had. I've seen the testimonies. We sacrifice, we seek, and we stay 
in faith. That's number three. He stayed. You know what, he, you know what his response was to his servant? I don't see anything, uh, master. Go back and look again. Well, I don't see anything, master. Go back and look again. Well, I don't see anything, master. You'd think if anybody, six times, six times of this, and to have the tenacity to stay in faith six times, and on the seventh, oh, hallelujah. On the seventh time, he came running back. I see a cloud rising out of the sea, the size of a man's hand. Now look at this. He sacrificed, he sought God, stayed in faith, but the moment he saw the miracle beginning, see, that's the beginning. That wasn't the end, because what was the word? An abundance of rain, right? That's the word, an abundance of rain. But what did he say? He moved his position, got up from the, from the ground, took his head from between his knees, and began to descend down the mountain. Look what he said. This is number four. The Bible says, after he said, I see a cloud rising from the sea. And then he said, thank you, Jesus. Go up and say to Ahab, the king, prepare your chariot and go down, lest the rain stop you. Do you see that? Lest the rain stop you. What's he doing now? Number four, he's speaking by faith. It hasn't fully manifested yet. Hasn't fully come to pass yet. He's speaking by faith. You see that? He sacrificed. He sought God. He stayed in faith. And then he started speaking by faith. The rain's coming. Tell the king. You know how much faith it took to tell the king? You're telling the highest official in the land and giving him an instruction based on your prophetic word. You better get moving now and get back to the city and don't let the rain stop you. There was no rain when he said it. There was no rain when he said it. Still blue skies. There was a little cloud over the sea the size of a man's hand. Sky hadn't grown black yet. It wasn't pouring, but he spoke anyway. Hallelujah. Can you learn? how to speak, even when it doesn't look like the breakthrough is there. Can you train yourself by the spirit to speak and confess by faith, even when it doesn't look like it? Here's the thing. Anybody can say it when they see it, but can you say it when you hear it? That's the key. Anybody, including sinners, can say it when they see it. But can you say it when you hear it? Glory to God. I will speak it because I heard it and I believe it. I will speak it because I heard it and I believe it. Thank you, Jesus. Can you train yourself? Don't be that. See, here's, the, here's where, where the, um, the line is drawn in the sand. There's a lot of carnal uh, people that only will ever say what they see. 
They'll only ever say what's in the news. They'll only ever say what the government's saying, or they'll only ever say what their doctor said or what a lawyer said. That's, that's where they keep themselves, in a carnal place where they allow just the natural realm to govern their confession. But can you be a person who, say, who says what they hear? Hallelujah. Can you say what you hear? Glory to God. And he heard the sound of an abundance of rain. So what did he do? Acted like it was coming, even though he didn't see it coming. And gave the king a word. <laughs> gave the king a word. Get on your chariot. Get back to the city. Don't let the rain stop you. We sacrifice. We seek God. We stay in faith. We speak the word. Now, look. After he spoke to the king. And a little while later, the heavens grew black. Isn't it interesting to you? He was willing to speak before the heavens grew black. <laughs> Everybody loves to jump on the bandwagon after the heavens are already growing black. Who's speaking when the skies are blue? Who's giving God praise when they're in shackles in the middle of the night in the inner dungeon and they're all, uh, you know, shackled up and beaten on their back with rods and giving God praise in the midst of midnight. Who's doing that? Faith people are. Glory to God. Now look, sky was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. Verse 46. And the hand of the Lord. See, here's where we're going to get in 2021. The hand of the Lord is coming upon us like never before to run our race with momentum and acceleration like we've never seen the hand of the Lord was upon him and he gathered up his garment. Thank you, Jesus. And he ran. I've talked about this a little bit, but let me just mention it again here. After he sacrificed, after he sought the Lord, after he stayed in faith, after he spoke, you know what he did? He was willing in the final seconds, and that's what we're in, the final moments of this year. He gathered up his garments. Do you realize that he would not have been able to gather up his garments if he didn't hear that word from the Lord? He would not be able to prepare himself to run if he had not heard that word from the Lord. The final thing I want you to see is this, set yourself in position. That's number five. We sacrifice unto God, we seek the Lord, we stay in faith, we speak the word, we set ourselves in position. Notice that doesn't come first, it comes last, because until you seek the Lord, how would you know how to set yourself in position? How would you know? How would I know what to do? You know, I've had the Lord even uh, speak some things to me. I'm, I'm going to do, do things I've never done. I'm just going to prepare myself. I'm, I'm going to prepare myself. We're going to, I'm just telling you. There's stuff I'm, I'm planning right now that I will have in position. Listen to me. Spoke with my wife last night. I, I'm doing things right now that I will have in place before the new year starts. In place and ready to go. 
that will produce for us in 2021? How can I expect God to bless me if I won't even give him something to work with? I'm going to set it in place. It'll be ready. I'm setting myself in position. You know, it's like, it's funny. It's like, you know, I'm believing God for blessing. I'm believing God to overflow. I want God to bless people. Like I want God to bless me financially. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm really believing God will bless me financially. Do you have a savings account? Well, no, I don't have a savings account. I just have a checking. I'm believing God for people to, God to send people to bless me. Are you? Do you have a PayPal account? Do you have a cash app? I just always find the Lord has spoken to me to bless people. They don't have any avenue for me to bless them. Nobody carries cash anymore. Some people do. I don't always. Well, the Lord spoke to me to bless you. How can I bless you? It always makes me laugh. My wife and I will laugh about it. There's people that are all gung ho. I'm believing God to bless me. I'm believing God send people my way to bless me. Do you have a cash app? Do you have a PayPal? Do you have a Venmo? Do you have Apple pay set up? Do you have sent? No, I don't have any of that. Really? And you're all ready for people to bless you. I've been to churches. I'm going to step on some toes in the final moments of this broadcast. Cause I just feel like it. Amen. You know what, Janine, because you were the first one to do it. I'm sending you a cash app right now. Janine Coolbaugh. I'm doing it right now because you know what? That's a object lesson. There you go. Be blessed, Janine. That's an object lesson. How, how are we going to be blessed if we don't have any avenue to be blessed? I've been to churches. Let me, uh, let me um, just step on a couple toes. I've talked to the, the pastors. Oh, yeah, we, we're just really believing that God's going to increase our church and that the finances are going to go up and we're going to be blessed. And then I look at their offering envelopes. You know, you got to take an offering. And if you're a church, you've got to receive your offerings from your people, tithes and offerings. Look at that. I, I said, I'm looking at your offering envelope. Only thing people could do is put cash in this piece of paper. Maybe a check. I said, but you got nowhere on here for people to give by debit or credit card, which is the way many people prefer to give because they get points for their giving and they get different benefits. No way to give by debit or credit card. You've got no way for people at your church to text to give. You've got no way to receive online giving. No online giving. There's nothing on the church website for online giving. You've got no cash app for the church. You've got no PayPal for the church. You've got no Venmo for the church. What in the world you're sitting around, I'm just believing God is going to send people. How are they going to do it? How are they going to bless you that you've got no avenues for people to bless you? You think people are just going to like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you. It blows my mind. People are sitting around saying, I'm just, I'm believing God is going to bless you. You've got no avenue for God to bless you. Don't be that person that's out of position to receive the blessings of God. Don't be out of position. Be in position. 
oh, well, we're, we were thinking about getting some of that set up. Stop thinking about it and do it. It takes like three minutes. You know how long it starts, takes to, to, to start a cash app? Three minutes. You know how long it takes to start a PayPal? Three minutes. Welcome to 2020. God's going to send people to bless you. He's not going to have a guy on a horse riding through your town like it's 1781, the postal guy with the leather satchel on his side. There's, there's mail for you from the colonies. It's like, it's 2020, about to be 2021. Step into the new dimension of where we are and be in position for God to bless you. The Lord spoke to us, my wife and I, to bless somebody recently. Um, that, that, uh, I found out that they were, they were going through it, but you know what was so easy is I didn't have to sit down and find out, Hey, can you get their address? I need to mail them a check. You know, I just went on. I knew that they had a digital form of receiving money. I went on, found their name, boom, sent them the, the money. The Lord spoke to us to bless them. It was a, a huge a blessing to them, helped them, especially now at Christmas time and all this other stuff. But you see how quickly that is? They're already in position to be blessed. Don't be out of position. That is, he is going to bless you, Kim. We're going to pray here at the end in a moment. People need miracles. And we're going to pray for miracles in Jesus' name. But what is number five? How are we finishing this thought today? Set yourself in position for God to bless you. Set yourself in position for God to bless you. You can't be blessed if you're out of position. That's why we sacrifice, we seek him, we stay in faith, we speak the word, and we set ourselves in position. And so I want to I want to take this time because here's what we're doing. What are we How many days we got left? What's today? The 10th. We got 21 days left in December. 21 days. You've got 3 total weeks to prepare yourself for what God has for you in this new year. And I'm going to tell you, he's got a lot for you. He's got a lot for you. He's got massive blessings prepared for you in this upcoming year. Massive blessings are prepared for you in 2021. Will you receive them? Will you take them? Will you be in position to receive what God has planned for your life? Will you? See, that's the key. Will I be in position or will I miss out? Because we're going to run in 2021. Hear me. We're going to run. I want you to put it in the comments and I want you to put it by faith. I will run in 2021. Declare it right now by faith. I will run. God bless you, James, and thank you in 2021. If you're going to do like Christina and others are doing, throw the running person emoji up. But I will run in 2021 like I never have. Hallelujah. Like I never have. Jessica's doing warm-up laps right now. I will run. That's exactly right. We're going to run. And you know me, I, I, I'm not one of those people. I can't stand the people that are always trying to, uh, you know, make, make every, it's not a word from God, you know, unless, unless it rhymes. You know, there's people that think like that. I'm not slamming people that, all, that do things that rhyme. I'm just saying like, you know, that's, it seems like it was always that. It had to rhyme if it was a prophetic word from God. 
And so I've always like backed off of that because I thought that's hokey, but I couldn't get away from it because it's exactly what the Lord spoke to me this year. He kept saying it and kept saying it and kept saying it. Every time he come in my spirit, he said, get ready to run in 2021. Get ready to run in 2021. Get ready to run in 2021. And I, I hear it. I receive it. I'm going to do it. I hear it. I receive it. I'm going to do it. I will run in 2020. Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments because I'm telling you, I'm going to run. You're going to run. The faithful, the victory tribe, get ready to run. Stretch those legs out in the Holy Ghost. Lace up the running shoes. Get ready to go. Because we're not going backwards. Not by any means. We're moving forward by the power of God. Hallelujah. We're moving forward by the power of God. I want to take... The very final moments here, as we're teaching this, there's people that have written in with needs. They need miracles, believing for healing, believing for provision. Those of you that are still on, I want you to put those prayer requests quickly in the comments section. Put them in the comments section. We're going to pray the prayer of faith right now before we do anything else. I'm going to pray for you. I feel the anointing right now to pray for God's people. We're not going to move hindered into a new year. We're moving free. Healing's coming to our bodies. Peace and joy to our minds. Strength into our spirits. Provision into our families, businesses, ministries. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I curse breast cancer. In Jesus' mighty name, Rose. I command cancer to leave your body by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray for Kayla. Let that marriage be fully restored by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, love, joy, and peace flowing into that home and into that relationship right now. For Ava's stepsister, I lose healing into her body right where she is right now in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord, for neurological healing for Katie. In Jesus' mighty name, for Kathy, healing from wrist surgery. Heal her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for Ed's son in Jesus' mighty name. Bring him back into the kingdom to be faithfully serving the Lord. Household salvation, provision for Kristen's ministry. I curse uterus cancer. I command it to go in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, open the doors for Jessica as she has opportunities that you've opened up for tomorrow. I, I lose healing to Elisha right now. Uh, that bleeding disorder has to go in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I command it to go. Lord, we pray for Lisa and Dave, medical bills be paid off, provision come. Pray for Lauren uh, and her wedding that's upcoming. Let there be provision that comes in Jesus' mighty name for Annabelle's family relationships with her sister, dad, daughter, and finances uh, to be able to sow into the kingdom. Lord, your word declares you give seed to the sower for, for a new van as well. Father, I loose healing to Norman in New Brunswick, healing for his lower back in Jesus' name. Heal that back, strengthen his body by the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, I pray for Joseph as he's getting preparing for this crusade in Africa in December. Bring the provision in. Blow your breath from heaven and bring provision in Jesus' mighty name. I take authority over stomach problems and headaches. Heal Bonnie today in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you. Uh, Lord, debt cancellation for nerve in Jesus' name. Lord, for Jordan, my friend, Jordan Bradford, increase in favor a debt-free building for the church. 
Father, bless his church, bless his ministry, supernaturally use him in this new place. I pray for revival for my friend in Jesus' mighty name. Financial breakthrough for Jolene. We declare it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Strength for Sandy. Uh, Joshua's asking for his mother in Jesus' name. No more weakness. Commanded to leave her body now in Jesus' name. Lord, provide for Sissy a new home in the new year. We thank you, Lord, for that. We declare it by agreement. Lord, I'm praying now. Every person who has a need today, those who are believing for miracles, let this be the day of breakthrough for God's people. We expect it. It's our year to receive violent increase, expedited favor, and the year's not done. And we receive it today by the power of God. Curse every form of sickness and disease, depression, anxiety. Loose your grip today and let God's people go. Lord, touch your people. Open the windows of heaven over them and bless them mightily. We thank you for it. We give you praise. And if those of you, I'm praying that you receive those prayers, throw some fire in the comment section, shout aloud, amen. Thank God that it's already coming. We don't have to see it to praise him. We praise him because we receive it ahead of time. The sky has not grown black yet, maybe, but we're still praising God, just like Elijah. We're still doing what he said to do. Begin to thank him now. Thank him because we believe we receive when we pray. That's when we believe it. When we pray. Not when we receive, when we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Listen, before we do anything else today, we want to encourage you guys right now to do step number one that we talked about today. What are you sowing to prepare yourself for this new year? And we want to encourage you to sow a seed today by the power of God and by obedience. And there's people that the Lord's speaking to you even now. The information's on the screen uh, to sow your seed. Somebody will put the information on the screen at some point. There we go. You can always go to miracleword.com and sow a seed there. All of the information, by the way, and every way to sow is on miracleword.com. We are set up. <laughs> we do believe God's going to bless us. And thank you for sowing that seed, Doreen. Um, you can use PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, hashtag donate. If you're in the comments on Facebook, Twitter, or Periscope, you can use hashtag donate to sow a seed. And uh, it's very easy to do. Um, if you'd like to mail a check, because you still believe in the post office, our mailing address is at the bottom of every page of our website. Uh, P.O. Box 65116, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23467. And you can make checks payable to Miracle Word uh, Ministries. And we say thank you to everybody. This is what we wanted to ask you to do. We are believing God as we're getting ready to touch the world for partners. Thanks, Rose, for partners. Pray today and say, God, am I one of those that will stand with Ted and Carolyn and Miracle Word Ministries and partner with them on a monthly basis? to touch the world with the gospel before Jesus comes. I'm telling you, it's a mandate that we have. We're an army that works together. That's what we do. We're an army that works together. The miracle word family, the victory tribe. And so I'm encouraging you today. What is it that you can do on a monthly basis? Maybe you can't hit that area of $85 a month yet, but you can sew at $50 a month or $35 a month. What can you do faithfully every month that would put you in a place of obedience to the Lord. 
Here's what I encourage you. As you do it, watch and see God bless you. Because we've watched people start at a lower level and sow where they could sow and where they could be faithful. And it didn't take long that God increased them supernaturally and their seeds continued to rise and rise and rise. That'll be the same story for you because God blesses his obedient children. Whatsoever a man or woman sows, that will they also reap. And so let me encourage you today. Maybe you've never sown a seed before. You could be watching and the Lord's speaking to you to sow largely. We had a, a person sit down, the Lord spoke to them and they sat down at their desk in their home and wrote a check for $15,000, sent it to this ministry for the preaching of the gospel. Maybe the Lord is speaking to you as well to sow largely in that way, to sow five, 10,000, $15,000, $20,000 for the work of the ministry. Take that step of faith today. If the Lord's speaking to you and watch what God will do to bless you. Thank you, Rose, for sowing. For those of you that are sowing in partnership with us this month of $85 or more, we've got something for you that we want to bless you with. Actually, it's a choice of one of three things that you can choose from in the month of December. Number one is the Healing Classic by Dr. T.L. Osborne entitled Healing the Sick. Phenomenal book. If you already have that book, we also have another Healing Classic in the month of December, Christ the Healer by Dr. F.F. Bosworth. Both of those classics on healing that you need to get. And if you'd like to receive that and you've sown your seed, you can go to miracleword.com forward slash offer. And there you can uh, give us your address so we know where to send the book that you've chosen. Uh, and also tells us how you sowed your seed so that we can, uh, so that we can see it. Because we don't always get uh, notified just like we would on hashtag donate. We have to see where you did it. And then of course, we'll send it to you ASAP. The third option is my father's uh, 40th anniversary book, 40 Years of Marriage and Ministry, which he will sign, he said, and send to you. Uh, it's a pictorial uh, with stories of my father's first 40 years of ministry as he traveled the world, he and my mother, uh, the nations of the world, the United States of America, his ministry with R.W. Schambach, ministry under the tents, in crusades, outdoors, seeing the power of God touch the world, uh, you have that choice. So any one of those three that you'd like to receive in December will be yours. You just choose it. Once again, it's miracleword.com forward slash offer, and you can receive it there. Thank you, Kathy, uh, for sowing a seed. Very much appreciate it. Amen. And then let me say this as well. If you are sowing largely at a large amount of $1,000 or more, we're including on top of whatever book you choose, uh, our Life Application Study Bible, which is one of my favorite tools. I actually have now been keeping it open. Uh, I like a quick reference to it. So if I have my iPad or if I've got my laptop open, I'll have all the Bible text on one side and all of the Life Application Study Bible notes open on the other side. I love to jump back and forth. Gives you so much depth, understanding, and meaning to some of these passages. Uh, it really opens your eyes as you study the scripture. And we're going to give you a genuine leather copy in the New Living Translation. It's our way of saying thank you to people that are standing with us at a large, uh, in a large way to help us. Helps us more. Because as we're getting ready to do these things worldwide, 
It's not going to be cheap to touch the world, but the results, the fruit are going to, is going to be priceless. Of course, you know that every uh, day we're feeding hundreds of children around the world uh, through Feed the Hungry. You're a part of that as well. Thank you, Kathy, for sowing your seed as well. And so we want to encourage you, stand with this ministry. And uh, by the way, one of the best feelings in the world, I feel it even right now, is the feeling of no pressure. And let me tell you, that's where you're at. You know that very well as you stand with this ministry. And so we never put any pressure on you. I don't have to put something up on the screen and say, we're behind. We need this. If we don't get this by this date and something's going to happen and we need, we need, we're catching up and paying. All the bills are paid. Everything's debt free. You know what we're sowing towards? Vision. What God's called us to do. We're sowing towards souls being saved. Everything you see in the studio and even the things you don't see are all paid for. Debt free. And we're going to remain debt free. There's no pressure. I love being able to sit here and not feel any pressure as we are doing what God's called us to do. You know why? Because when God gives you a word and gives you an instruction, he provides for you to carry out that instruction. And I'm telling you, this is my honest belief. As we step into 2021, even though we're expanding at a massive rate, this ministry, whether you know it or not, is expanding at a massive rate. Do you know our ministry saw about a 232% increase in 2020? Let me say that again. When everybody else was pulling back, others were laying people off, others were falling out, others were having to hoard, others were stopping what they were doing, this ministry saw a 232% increase in 2020. We're rapidly expanding, rapidly expanding. And as we are, and I know it's going to take more resource to do what God's called us to do, but I want you to hear this. As we jump into 2021, I have zero doubts in my mind that as we even expand further to touch the world, every bit of provision will be right there. You know why? Because it's not my vision, it's God's vision. It's not my plans. I had no plans to do this. It's the Lord's plans. He spoke them. He opened the doors. He gave us uh, the direction and God pays for what he orders. So I have zero. I'm not nervous. I don't doubt him. I believe him. And as we step forward, God's going to do massive things through this ministry. And you're a part of that. And I'm just telling you, it's a great time to get seed in the ground before this new year hits and all of this new fruit is being produced. So let me say a big thank you to every person who is standing with Miracle Word. Carolyn and I love you and appreciate you. And of course, you know that. We stay in touch with you. We email you once a week. I send you text messages. You hear from me daily on the broadcast. You should know by now that I love you, that I'm praying for you, and believe in God for the best days you've ever seen in your entire life. I'm going to be back here on the broadcast in the morning, 10.30 a.m. Carolyn's going to be joining me for uh, Breakthrough Friday. Very, very excited about it. Can't wait to have you back. We love you. Thanks for hanging with us today. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. Have a powerful day. We'll talk soon. Later. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.